Jesse Glenn's. Harry Hansen. Christ, I'm like a celebrity. Hi, Carl. Hi, Carl. How are you? Doing good. Looking good. Michael Truscott's facility. It's pretty impressive. Kind of excited to do this. Nitro, James Giassi. Yeah, we're here. Fuzzy. You guys are really something, man. I'd like to welcome Cam Schaefer. Your old 85 car, blue and yellow, Mr. John Canta. Jeez, I feel like I'm Dale Jr. <laughs> podcast. Michael. Let's go. <laughs> dude, I'm fired up, dude. The Bell 2 Media Podcast is sponsored by QualityFreightRate.com. Use the promo code BILL2 and get 10% off your first shipment and sign up is easy. QualityFreightRate.com. Built 2 Media Podcast. The podcast. The Bill 2 Media Podcast. 60% of the time, it works every time. Here's your host. Number seven, Gunner Cummings. I'm like Jojo, the idiot circus boy. 12X, Blake Anderson. Does this suit make me look fat? No, no, no. Your face does. The big, sexy, Todd Ellison. You know where the weight room is? Built 2 Media Podcast. It's like a new pair of underwear. At first, it's constricted, but after a while, it becomes a part of you. Now, here's Gunner, Blake, and Todd, 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 and Todd. Boom, baby. Yeah, episode 38. 38? What's the number? Who we got? Ooh. We should have talked about this beforehand. I don't even have a 38 right off the hammer here. Brian Deegan. Oh. Boom. Look at this guy. Switching it up with the bumpy bumpy bikes, huh? Yep. The brap braps. (laughs) Any typical male should have made sound effects to that quote. (laughs) Todd? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Where, where's Waiting. your sound effect? <laughs> Waiting. Brop, brop. Oh, <laughs> that is so you, weak. You must have rode pit bikes. I'm not, wop, wop. I'm not a, yeah. I'm not a sound effect guy. Yeah, <laughs> you got to get really get into it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. You're not no. doing it. Well, not living scared. I'm, I'm not. I'm living scared for I sure. Feel like your palms that. are sweaty and your knees are heavy. Wait. Oh. Got vomit on I your sweater have, already? Knees weak, arms yeah, spaghetti? <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> arms spaghetti? Gunner's into hip hop. Hibbity hop. Hip hip hop. Rocking. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, man. Eventful weekend, to say the least. Yes. yes. Yeah. What uh, what'd you do there, Gunner? Uh, well, mud flaps are they strapped on or? Yeah, <laughs> yeah got my tattoo. Hey, did you take my advice when I told you before you went in? You should have them do like really cool exploder pop rivet things, so it looks like it's actually riveted onto your legs. Yeah, I did actually. Really? Yeah, yeah they took Ooh. it into consideration, but we ended up going with a uh, a different style, you know. Oh. <laughs> Oh. Two Chevy logos on the back. Or? Well, no, we still got those. You did, yeah. I'm not going to ask to see them, but it's covered up, you know. <laughs> see, so bikini time with Blake on the beach is probably the only time the flaps are exposed. You know, yeah. Just out here I... flapping, no big deal. <laughs> don't, don't Gosh, mind. that's terrible. Full flapping. <laughs> God. Uh, How yeah. did we ever go off on a? How did we ever go off on a tangent like that? I don't really? know, Gunner. I think Gunner was just 
strapped, flapped, and ready to brap. I- <laughs> oh, God. Uh, right off the top of the dome. He yeah. comes up with that. Uh, that's what I'm going to get on my back next time. <laughs> strapped, flapped, and ready to brap. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, baby. Yes. Uh, God, well, we could come up with know. some awesome tattoos. A terrible oh. one. <laughs> I don't know if I should feel. I don't know if I should feel bad for the listeners for having to having to endure that, but I we did get a lot of comments back saying they were rolling. We did. Oh, it was that was pretty good. I I was rolling. I think we should put yeah. that on a t shirt now. Get the get the pit bike racers in on this deal. Strap wrapped and strap wrapped and strapped and ready to wrap. Fully fully strapped and. Hooked up to with the flaps. <laughs> <laughs> On a little bit more serious note, we uh, we got some fencing up at Thunder Hill Speedway. Ooh, catch fences up. Twelve foot high fence is uh, mostly up. We basically have from turn four, the end of turn four, all the way down the front stretch around one. Around two, just not really like the exit of turn two yet. So to the entrance of the track, the entrance, is yeah, where not you're missing, not quite to the entrance. So. I did hear, actually, I seen uh, little little birdie put up some new lights too. Yes, huh? How about it? A few new lights. Well, basically switched out light bulbs that were burnt out. Right, but where we went, you know, we got to get that break on that power bill. Yeah, true. Hitting up that LED section. Yeah, you know. The guy that designed the light bulbs like, these sons of bitches. He, uh, so he's got this lift now that he's using from somebody, and it's, you know, it's a pretty nice power lift. What's the lap time on it? Well, it's pretty, it's pretty slow, but uh, my point being is he decides that he wants to get this lift, you know, to put up the fencing and whatnot and to change the light bulbs. Well, normally we have a... It's, we call it the barrel of death. Oh. Um, we basically, it's a piece that goes on the front of the tractor bucket with oh. basically a big piece of square tubing that's extended about, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know, 15 feet out with a, uh, so imagine a square tube with a pin through it in a 55 gallon drum. That's basically the floors rotted out. I mean, there's a brace underneath, but. You're up in the air and it swings on this pin as you're standing in this bucket. So it sounds like a good time. Yeah, it's uh, OSHA came by. They said it's fine. So yeah, we're good. It's like rodeo clowns exposed, right? You know, <clears throat> from the top. So yeah, he decided to go up in the nice lift, and then I'm sure later in the season when we got to switch lights again, I'll uh, I'll be in the barrel of death. So you're the bucket man. Oh. Yeah, boy, that's got to get freaky when you're out there. Yep. Just woo and. <laughs> You can't really like hold on to anything because you don't want to pinch your fingers as just it's swinging. One man in a bucket. Oh, geez. Yeah, usually you kind of just kneel what? down in the bucket. So what song are you singing when you're up there? Jesus, it, Jesus, take the wheel. Is it? Yeah. I was thinking more. I was going old country, like just a swinging. <laughs> okay, okay. You know, I just little John Anderson. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, it's on a playlist, so we hit up all the good ones. <laughs> yeah. Or Fergie. Fergalicious? Do some Fergalicious while you're up there. I mean, really? if I'm feeling it, it's going to happen. You never know, really, what's going to come on. Maybe 
Blake Shelton's new wife ain't no holler back girl because you're in the bucket. It's like, I ain't hollering back. I'm scared for my life. <laughs> that was weak. <laughs> A few times I've been in this bucket. But I ain't. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Gunner gave me the look. It's time. <sighs> Todd, what did you do this weekend? Todd, 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 Todd. Well, yeah, I was uh, trying to do a little photos, do a little video. Todd. And Todd. Here, here, I put everything down. I heard uh, <laughs> there was a lot of wrecks at Cedar Lake, but yours was the first. <laughs> it was. Did they we weren't going to talk about that. Todd, we need to hear this. <laughs> we, I got a little bit of, I got some informing from Blake on what happened, but we need to get the legit rundown. Yeah. So, so there you were. Of course. There I was. I'm thinking I'm going to get some good overhead shots. Well, I take up the drone. I'm flying around. Here's me flying around. I get some shots of the cars, you know, right outside their trailers, looking good, looking good, getting a little cocky. Send the drone underneath the easy up, follow Blake. And here's Lil Wayne out pushing Blake up for, uh, I believe, for hot laps. And uh, I got a awesome follow shot. And then I had a notification on my phone. So I'm here, I'm swiping my phone to get it off there. And just so happened to hit a uh, joystick the wrong way. And uh, I found the power line. Ooh. Yikes. Yeah. Yikes. So not a, not a fun deal. Surprised a couple people kind of standing there and all of a sudden a drone falls out of the air. Mm. So, uh, Did anybody yeah, say it's Mother Russia? <laughs> It's the Russians. (laughs) Not that I heard, but it was one of them deals where it's like, did that really just happen? Like, where is it for real? There it was laying laying upside down, still going. Todd put her in the fence, cut his finger picking it up. Todd had a rough day. And then I just finished. I did. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We, uh, (sighs) when, when we have rough days, we just might as well share the, share the wealth on that. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely appreciate you and your uh, cousin Jason helping out on that one. Had to put the car back together after, after a little, uh, incident on turn three Cedar Lake. Learn the anatomy of the, uh, of a sprint car. That's for sure. Todd and Jason do not like, uh, zoo screws, but, uh, Hey, It's like a puzzle yeah. when you tear a sprint car apart. Yep. Side panels, they're like, well, this one goes here. Yeah. Got to put this one on first. Wait. And that one. I need to, yeah. Overlaps or underlaps this under there up. And it's dark. We just we just need to uh, number them, you know? Yeah. That would just help out everybody. So here's the real deal, though. We got a big guest coming on. Yeah, we do. Should we, uh, should we maybe get it? Wait, wait, and wait. And first, this message from our sponsors. <laughs> I'm going to up the sponsors. I'm going to go ahead and start it off with pretty polished junkie. Told you we we're going to give you some more info on this. Yeah, we got it. So our buddy, Sean Zimfel, his girlfriend, Jody, uh, she is a pretty polished junkie from Crothers color. Jeez, this is easy to say. Pretty polished junkies. <laughs> Pretty polished junkies with color street nails. Boom. Todd knows all about it. He's got toenails. He's got fingernails. He's tried them out. He Loves just, them. I We're mean, good to go. No dry time. Average wear time of seven to 14 days. Dang. 
That's almost two weeks, depending on what you're doing. Zero dry time for 14 days, I'll take it. I have not called to see if it works in the parts cleaner bin or if like stuff falls apart. But I feel like with a seven-day warranty on these things, which isn't official, I just said that, but they should make it through the mineral spirits. You would think so. Uh, require no special tools to apply. We all know what it's like to have tool for everything. These don't need any. 100% real nail polish. Oh, man, these things, I just, it's like just a, just a good deal overall. Just a good, sounds like it's a great product, yeah. really. Yeah. Todd yeah. might have to try some out. Base coat, color coat, <laughs> top coat, in each strip. Boom. I mean, Whoa. you literally have that 1970. Are we painting the vehicle here? Or is Dodge this? Charger. <laughs> it's with that finishing. Are we painting nails? <laughs> like, do we go to Barry Jackson and just slide these across the line? We might. <laughs> I, I don't well. know. But honestly... Easily removed with regular fingernail polish remover. Hello. Um, oh, yeah. And that one thing we all love, they're made in America, folks. Heck, yeah. <sighs> wow. Impressive. Can't beat it. You if know you what bring else? up Built 2 Media, you're going to get yourself a free crystal nail file. Woo. Free, free, free. Free. Come on, Todd. Free. That's that's worth the whole trip. I right know. Away. Get up there, guys. Jeez. Hey, you know what else is made oh. in America? Kick-ass beef jerky. <laughs> it oh, is, too. Man. It is. Every bit of it. Yep. Dang. Not even. One more thing. Yep. Pretty Polish Junkie that you can find on Facebook or prettypolishjunkie.com. We have samples. We got samples? Because most of our guests have wives. True. Ooh. What up with little that? Incentive. Nice. Little incentive. Or, or if Gunner wants to flash off that new tat, maybe he can have the right colored nails to match it. I'll accent it with some tats or with some <laughs> nails. <laughs> nails. Yes. <laughs> accent the tat with some new nails. Yeah. Right. Prettypolishjunkie.com. Find them on Facebook. Jody Cook, thank you. Thank you. You guys check them out. Try them out. All right. We got a we got liquid nitro energy, and I tell you what, Saturday night, I actually relied on that a little bit, had a long day, and uh, liquid nitro came in clutch. Green guy. Red guy. How about a both guy? Ooh, watermelon shooter I, dudes. Uh, yeah, you can't go wrong with the shooters, but I tell you what, I was a red guy, and I've been trying the green a little bit. I'm on the fence, guys. It is what it is, man. Drink them both. Here's what I'm not yeah. on the fence about. Qualityfreightrate.com. Because if you use our name in your promo code, 10% off. And some, you know, it's one of the companies with some of the most experience in the shipping game. So check them out online. Qualityfreightrate.com. Sponsor of Ryan Gustin. Ryan Gustin. Number 19, World of Outlaw Late Model. Running for Rookie of the Year. Okay. Thunderhill Speedway. Scott King Designs. Jiggy Signs of Graphics. K1 by Ryan Bowers. All great companies. 
How about spot on? What do they do? Credit card processing. Damn, equipment. son. Fast, easy. Call them. Hey, Todd. Shout out, uh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. How do you live your life? How do I live my life? I live it wide open. Oh, yes. I hear that wide open Marine actually sponsors us. They do. They're making some pretty Wait. sick stuff, dude. Heck yeah. Yeah, check them out on Facebook. Todd, wide have you Marine noticed, like, in the shower, how your water isn't really soft? Todd, I have. You got it's hard a, water? It's a bummer. Yeah. I well, got hard water. I got just bummer. the guy for you, Todd. Who do we got? Aqua Hills. Aqua they, Hills water. They have what you need. They do. Check oh, them all out on Facebook. For sure. Okay. Let's Please. kick it. It's. I think it's time. It's probably time now. Todd. Let's Todd? do it. Todd, should we do it? Let's, let's do it. Let's go. I'm hitting it. Hello. Jake. Jake. Hey, how's it going? I can hear you. <laughs> What's up, Jake? Hey, how's it going? Good, man. Jake, this is Blake. Blake, Jake. Blake. Jake, Gunner. Blake. Gunner, Jake. Jake. Todd, Jake. <laughs> Jake, Todd. Todd Gunner. Todd. Jake. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> All right. How you doing there, Jake? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. Just relaxing on the back patio, watching my dogs run around again. So. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, Jake, here's here's how we're going to start this off. We have a killer intro for you, and we okay. are going to introduce you right now. Time for the Bill 2 Media Podcast, special guest. He started racing street stocks in 2006. Since then, he's climbed through the Midwest Modified and Wasoda Modified divisions. And in 2020, he made the leap into the Wasoda Late Model class. And just a few days ago, he had one of his biggest wins to date at Red Cedar Speedway. From Somerset, Wisconsin, the Bill 2 Media Podcast welcomes number 65, Jake Miller. And it starts now. Jake, Jake, number 65. Jake, this is Blake. Blake, Jake. Hey, hey. <laughs> How about it? Fire. Cool, guys. Thank you. Hell yeah. Fire it off right away. Got that yeah. first win in a late model. How does it feel? It feels, you know, it's finally starting to set in a little bit. You know, it's uh, it's very, it's, it's, it's a sweet deal. You know, it's, it's something you drive for and you think oh it's never gonna come like i can't compete with these guys and then you have a couple of good runs you're like hey i might get one you know you finally draw good and everything all the stars align and it, it worked out it was it was awesome heck yeah so i mean yeah. speaking of being competitive in that series i just want to start it out right away with a uh, question what have you found to be the di- the most difficult part of being competitive at you know such a high level is it the the money, the time, the resources? I mean, where do you, what do you think's the hardest part about that? Um, I, you know the the 
time spent in the shop, I mean, it's, it's, it's fun time for me because my wife is usually out there and the kids, you know, come in and out. And, but most of the time my wife and I go out there after the kids go to bed. So, you know, we get to spend that time together and go through things and learn things together about it. But probably the toughest thing I would say is just the tire bill. I mean, yeah, <laughs> seems like it seems like every couple of weeks or every every night you got to put on a new right rear or, or uh, you know, there's always something. The car always needs something. You know, it's never just oh, it was really good tonight. So next week when I run, you know, you still got to spend money after week after week, day after day, just to keep it running up front. You know. Yeah, it's pretty crazy to think about that, and you're in the same boat as everybody else. It just it's not how much you uh, how much prep work goes into these cars and stuff like that. But in, you uh, you didn't start out in a late model. You started no. out in '06 in a uh, in a street stock. Let's go way back. Tell us Let's about it. Let's go back. Let's go back. Um, so when I met my wife, I was fishing bass tournaments. You know, I was just hanging out, loved going to the races, and you know, it was it was fun. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, you know what? I want to stick my nose in this. I want to get a street stock and my wife's like, why a street stack, you know? But it's like, I don't know. It just seems like an affordable option. And you were finding a, you know, a decent roller for two to five grand, you know? So it wasn't an expensive class to get into. And, uh, we bought one from, uh, a guy over in, um, he was in, um, the forest Lake, Minnesota. And, uh, it was an all right car. It just, we didn't know how to scale it. We didn't know really anything about anything because there's no setup sheets for them or you just kind of learn on your own stagger. You learn just all kinds of things that you should or shouldn't do. And it was a quick, quick learning curve, I think, because by the end of the year, I was staying on the lead lap and having some decent finishes. So it was, it was like, okay, what's next? So. And then after that, what was next? Uh, we bought a Cobra car from Daryl Hazleton, Ooh. and uh, he uh, it was one of the Hazleton's uh, dad's last cars that he ever drove, and they were they were pretty sad to see it go. I think uh, Kyle Johnson had drove it for uh, driven driven it the year before I had bought it, and uh, it was a good car right off the bat. And at least then I had some you know help from Cobra Dave and guys like that and you start learning some things that hey this ain't all on your own you can actually ask people for hey the car's doing this when you enter the corner it snaps loose on you or, or you know and then you can get a little feedback and it it just makes you a better driver by being able to talk to somebody on setup tips you know yeah what was it like i mean from that first car not knowing anything except for a fishing pole it sounds like what was <laughs> yeah. it i mean did it's probably you know that's quite a while ago, but going into that Cobra car that was being raced every night, I assume when you bought it. I mean, what was the difference? Yeah. How how did you adjust, or how how did it help you? Um, it it helped me by knowing that the car was a you know compatible car. So you know you kind of learn a, like a history, like the late model I got right now. It was a competitive car. We'll get to that later, but um, you know you you got somebody to ask, say, Hey, when the car did this, what did you do to change it? Oh, I changed the stagger. We, we put a stiffer spring in the right front within a street stock. I didn't, I didn't have any idea. You put an 1800 pound spring or, you know, whatever it was back then. It was like, it's just unheard of numbers now. And I mean, 
300 pound spring is a heavy spring or a 500 pound spring, you know, depends upon what corner. And it's like, wow. <laughs> right. Yeah. As you, as you, uh, progress, you know, through the ranks and through the cars and stuff like that, did you ever find anything that you look back to when you were in a street stock that you were able to carry even till today? Um, you know, just throttle control. Cause it seemed like the, whenever we were out there in a the street or especially at Cedar Lake, it would be just, I mean, it, it was always the last race of the night. It was always just dry, slick as dry could be. And, you know, if you could find that rubber, it, it, it helps you out. Or if you could just, you know, ease into that throttle instead of, I mean, everybody wants to mash the gas. And as soon as you mash your gas when it's dry like that, you end up going around in circles. So it's, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it ain't fun, you know? Yeah. I yeah. know. Talking to, a, control. talking yep. to a lot of, uh, People, it's just, you know, the more experience that you can get behind the wheel, the better you're going to be. Yeah. But um, I wanted to ask you, were you number 65 when you first got into racing, or um, where did that number come from? So that number came from my high school football. So the I was a, a line offensive lineman and a defensive lineman, and uh, that's, I grew up up in Ladysmith, and that was what, that was where the number came from. I just kept it. And I guess I could have went with my grandpa's number and, uh, I don't know, just decided to go with my own and be my own person and go with it. So. Yeah. I had the, the opportunity to talk to you earlier today and just kind of go over some stuff. And you brought up some of your family racing history and, and your wife's uh, family and stuff like that. But, you know, did you have anybody to lean on when you were switching classes and stuff like that? Or were you kind of the first one to do some of these classes? Yeah, kind of the, kind of the first one. Um, my grandpa, you know, he, he stopped racing in the late seventies. So it was, I mean, basically even before I was born, you know, and he had raced, I mean, he raced for a living. That's what he, you know, he, he, he plowed snow in the summer for Barron County and in the summertime he'd, go to all these different tracks and race and he had an auto mechanic business too, but that's pretty much how they fed their sick kids. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's crazy. So you growing up in Ladysmith, you know, the closest track I believe to you up there was Rice Lake. And then, yeah. uh, and then you moved down to Somerset. I mean, you have, you have Cedar Lake right in your backyard. I mean, was that something you were just itching to go? Could you hear the cars from, from uh, Somerset? Yeah, it, it really was. Cause growing up, I mean, Steve Golot was one of my best friends growing up when we'd, we'd get over to Rice Lake Speedway, you know, almost weekly. And, uh, we'd get there and watch and he had a street stock there for a couple of years. So it's, uh, I don't know. There's a whole Ladysmith connection of like Rich Bishop and, you know, a lot of these guys that, you know, Casey Minkoff is another one. I mean, he was just a, you know, he was just such an idol, and Eric Olson, I mean, he still runs up front all the time, and now his kid's in there, and, and you know, Ryan, his boy, is doing very good, too, so that whole Ladysmith connection is kind of what really got me thinking, well, if these guys can do it, you know, I can, and anytime we'd get a chance to come over to Cedar Lake, it felt like we were going to the Daytona 500, like, every single time you'd get there, it's like, this is the, this is the awesomest track ever, like, you know, it's banked, and it's taken care of, and you know, there's the food was always great. It was it was like an it was an experience anytime you'd get to go over there. But you know, growing up in Rice Lake, that was that's what we knew was Rice Lake. So, <laughs> and what? So as far as going there, watching the cars, being a fan beforehand, 
I mean, like, who'd you cheer for? What was the class that you're like, man, I really want to race one of them someday? It was always between modified and late models. You know, just watching the late models back in the day was, I mean, you you know, you get a, there was a different smell to them, you know, the, the, yep. the methanol motors. And uh, yeah. it was, as soon as they get on the track, it's like, holy crap, that would be the coolest thing ever. And, you know, when I, when the opportunity arose to buy the, the late model, I couldn't turn it down. It was, just, it was, it just felt like it was something that I, it was like a life goal for me to, you know, finally end up in a, in a late model. And I enjoyed the modified class. It was, you know, always competitive in there. Had a had a lot of very good runs and some decent races. I mean, one of you know, win one B main. You know, won some, <laughs> won a bunch of B mains through you know the the uh, one hundred at Cedar and you know some of the bigger like weekly shows that they had. Where it seemed like everything used to be have B mains. You know, so right. it was uh, yeah, it was fun. It was. But yeah, late model has always been my dream. Oh no, the dog's barking now. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? It's bad. As, it's got dogs got bad sight, so if it sees something, it just yeah, <laughs> yeah, he sees something or hears a sound, he just starts barking at it. My wife thinks he's blind. So. <laughs> well, at least she's still picking on the dog instead of you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, the little, the little, the younger dog and her just are like two peas in a pod they, they go everywhere together and the older dog thinks that he needs to hang out with me all the time so <laughs> you relaxing more than she does then or what uh she's 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 a she's very particular on how everything gets done you know like the trailer's got to be swept out after we get done racing and she sweeps it out like two or three times a night anyhow and you know she just she's she likes to keep our stuff looking top notch so even if we don't have a good night you know or if our sponsors stop down or fans stop down they you know they think oh well next week's going to be better for them or whatever so you know we just we always try to keep that positive image and keep it like family friendly we don't you know try to keep the you know music at a decent level and not swearing all the time and you know we want kids to be around and enjoy it and feel that it's you know a place that maybe they want to grow up in you know race and do stuff like that and well family's family's big to me it's uh you know i've had a lot of family support through the years my wife and kids go everywhere i go i don't race without them for sure um yeah going back just a little bit to something you said about uh everything being clean and kind of particular that's one thing i've always noticed about your cars is they're always uh not flashy but they're always bright or to me, they just like look different, and I think it's a cool different. Um, do you do you take a part in designing the cars that you run, or is it uh, your graphics guy? Or um, so the last I don't know, like five six years now, we've been with Whiplash again. We started out with Whiplash back in the street stock, and then uh, you know tried a couple different. We had Buzzy do a car for us back in the Midwest mod, and and my wife's brother had done a couple cars for us, and but it's kind of the you know, this is what we want. Can you make it look good? And, you know, that's the thing that I've enjoyed about Whiplash and Chris Weber there. He's, uh, you know, he's been doing it for his brothers forever. And, you know, they've always had sharp looking cars and it's, uh, you know, I kind of bring my idea to him and says, you know, I kind of want this year's car to be a memorialization of my dad, you know, kind of a morning car. And, uh, 
he came up with that design, so it was pretty, it was pretty awesome. Yeah, I was actually going to touch on that uh, about the memorial on the front of the car and stuff like that, and, and you know, based off the pictures and your social media and stuff like that, I would say he was probably one of your biggest fans and supporters. You know, what does it mean to have that? You know, on the front of the car with you each and every night. It's uh, it's pretty awesome. I mean, I obviously wish he was still here and. Yeah, it's uh, you know, it's it's something that I'm I'm proud. You know, he was a he was a hell of a man. He really, really, you know, taught me my work ethic and you know, get your get your ass up every day and go to work and be the best dad you can be to your kids. And it was a uh, I miss him. Yeah, for sure. No, it's it's cool that you have the opportunity to you know have him on the front and stuff like that, but. You know, talking about the graphics and stuff, you also like to have a little bit of fun with your graphics. And and if anybody's ever noticed, if you look on the on the back spoiler, you're going to get something. You know, each and every year. If not, you're going to get something maybe a couple times a year. Uh, yep. <laughs> some of the stuff that you have on <laughs> on the spoiler. I mean, you've had Rednecker than you, uh, Pump the Brakes, Do Work, Jacqueline Hyde, and this yep. year now you got Bottom Shelf on there. What's the story behind some of these? So, like uh, the Jacqueline Hyde is, you know, kind of when you're I feel like I'm a pretty nice guy when I'm off the track and pretty level-headed, but, you know, I kind of just turn the, you know, the whole Jekyll and Hyde thing when I get on the track. It's like I, I get that other level of, hey, I'm, you know, this is business here. Let's let's get this done. Let's try to do the best we can and, you know, you know try to get the fans out of their seats or in their seat if they, you know, if they don't like me or if they like me. It's, that's kind of the thing there. And then, uh, you know, pump the brakes is just a, you know, thing thing that we always laughed about. Or like my my wife's big thing now is fair enough. You know, that's what she always tells me. So I'm like, hey, I want to do this. She's like, fair enough. <laughs> it's like, oh lord, honey. So, yeah, that sounds like a trap. Yeah, it is. It's like, if, if, is it fair enough if I do it or if I don't? Like, is that a yes or a no? Or so that's enough. that's her that's her vague way of telling me, whatever, go for it. <laughs> I definitely so, like to pump but, the brakes one for sure. Yeah, that was that was funny. The the rednecker that you won that was uh, you know, that's obviously from a country song, and we listen to country music most of the time. But on race day, we usually listen to you know Five Finger Death Punch and some rock, and just try to get pumped up for the day. And uh, the uh, yeah, the rednecker than you, you would it would you would unbel- it was unbelievable how many people would come down and take a selfie with the rear spoiler of that car. They're like, oh, that's so awesome. <laughs> so yeah, it was, it was always pretty fun, you know. So the Jekyll and Hyde might have had a little something to do with that five finger death punch, huh? Yes, it did. Yep, that's where it came from. <laughs> yeah. uh, and what's then, the next and then one the bottom, be? Oh, um, you know that. That's why I was just telling her enough. Or tonight, I said, "Fair enough." It, it kind of seems like it's going to probably be the next, the next spoiler. It might even get changed here in a couple of weeks. You know, just to keep it fresh and maybe change the color on the spoiler again and just, uh, you know. I think maybe that dark spoiler now people can't see it, so maybe, well, maybe I'll leave it on there, and they don't see me going around. I'm like, feature winners, or yeah, it, it's 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 pretty nice. It was, uh, it just felt like it was a long time coming. I mean, we we basically bought the car, you know, about five days from now, a year ago. So we we haven't owned it quite a year, and. We, our first race ever, and it was the uh, Twin 25s last year. Ooh. And uh, I go up there, and I literally drew a number one pill. Oh. You know, first <laughs> night in the first night in the car, I'm like, I'll 
start in the back, you know. Jake ain't living <laughs> scared. Yeah, no, I came in there and it's like you go on the hot laps and it's like, wow, this car handles awesome, but the you know it's pretty tacked up and everybody's like, oh, it it slicks off up here. You got to be careful. And it's like, okay. And then yep, sure, yep. I start in the start on the start in the back and I spin it out on the first lap. And I'm like, okay, well now I spun it out. Now I know where I can push it to. You know. Yep. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, so I'm glad I'm glad I didn't start up there because it would have probably been a short lived late model career if I would have done that. Yeah. <laughs> oh That's yeah. A, the damn yeah. mosh pit you walked into taking your late model there for the first time. Yeah, yeah. It was uh I don't know what I was thinking and then the the next race we uh had was that uh the uh the Cedar Lake twenty or the Cedar Lake weekend uh, or the month of money, the five grand to win was the second race we were in and I decided I'd start where I was supposed to start and I was running good in the in the heat race and I I would have made it in the transfer spot. I I was running second and then I got tangled up with another car and spun out and then the nose folded under and wrecked the front of the car and I had to put it back together and missed it by one spot in the B main and then it was kind of the miss the missed the shows by one spot because then a couple weeks later we ran the uh, USA Nationals the local late model portion of it and missed it by one spot the first night and missed it by one spot the second night and it's like ah oh, this has got to stop you know <laughs> and then finally get a little more laps under my belt and go down to mississippi thunder for their dirt king show and qualified well and i, I think i ended up like eight the the night Ooh. down there so that was a that was a big like boost of confidence like hey we can stick with these guys we're, we're oh, yeah. we'll be all right you know and i even beat a couple you know i i i I stayed in front of, I can't say I beat them cause I never passed them, but they, they ended up starting behind me in a couple of, you know, so I, I ended up finishing in front of a couple of people that I, you know, it's like anytime you beat them, it's like, Holy hell, I, I, I finished eighth, but I, I beat this guy or that guy. And it's like, right. that feels like a win for me, you know? And then you finally win one. And it's like, Holy cow, I beat some, I beat some good guys. And now I, now I just got to keep, just keep my nose to the grindstone and try to, to stay out front or stay up front or around the front <laughs> yeah them boys don't mess so, around no it's uh yeah yeah uh, it was it was pretty nice because I, I i think almost everybody that we raced with on friday night there came down and congratulated me and you know i got a message from uh chris mars from md customs there and he said you know great job uh congratulations on the win and you know sammy the he's a hell of a kid he's, he's fun to talk to you know we we joke around when we're watching the races before the race, you know, before we race. And I told him on Saturday on Friday night there, I said, yeah, he goes, where do you start? I'm like, well, I start on the pole. And he's like, oh, well, you know, that's perfect. And I said, you know what? I said, I'll probably end up in ninth. I said, I don't know what it is. I can win a heat race, which I've won three of them now. And it's in just in the month of July. So I started, you know, I, I put in a spec motor. I got rid of my mod concept that I was running. And the uh, first night out, I went a heat race with it, and it's like, oh wow, this is a uh, that's that's really cool. This this motor's got you know about thirty five, forty more horse than that other one did, and it, that was I think that was what it needed. And uh, so I was joking with Sammy, and I said, well, I'll probably end up in ninth place. And I pull off the track after tech and all that stuff, and he goes, hey, nice ninth place finish, man. Sammy, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm like, yeah, he's a, he's a good kid. Oh, for sure. The ice cube. They, they were calling him the ice, the ice cube, cube under vision. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, 
No, now, uh, not to jump around here, but I'm going to. Uh, Going back a little bit, um, I know you ran the Modified for a while. How many years were you in the Mod? So I was in the Mod from 2012 to mid-season last year. I uh, I, I don't know, I just, I had a couple, I had like three or four bad weeks in, I mean, like bad, like didn't even make the A-Main on one of them, and that was, not something we did, you know, it was just, it was really frustrating. And it, I'm sure, yeah, it was a USMCS show, but it, you know, it was only like 38 cars at Mississippi Thunder. And, you know, I went down there thinking, oh, I should be able to make this, you know, you just got to beat what, 14 cars to make sure that you make it into the A. And I messed it by one spot, you know, story of my life, always one spot short, it seems. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I, uh, I called the, uh, called Jake Hartung on the way home and I said, um, I know you don't have a car right now. Is there any any way that you'd want to buy this car back from me? I said because I'm I'm done with modified. He's like, sure, yeah, I need a car to race the rest of the year, and I don't have time to get get one ready for me. And I'm like, all right, let, I'll bring it down to you. What do you want? What do you want? He's like, I want the I want the decking left in it and uh, the front end parts. He says you can take your rear end out when you get down here or whatever. And he says I'll buy it from you like that. And, and he does, and he puts it back together, and he goes out and wins with it the first night. So it was, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was one of those. Well, it, it wasn't a bad car. Maybe it was a driver, you know. <laughs> yeah. But right you know, I mean, yeah, yeah, it was just a kick in the shorts. I think he won like two or three with it, and yeah, it was a. But it is what it is. I mean, he's a he's a hell of a, a hell of a wheel man. He's always he was always good to me. I was with SSR. I had from '09 till. You know, twenty. My newest one was a 2019, and I got out of it in 20, and went to a 2013 MB Custom. So, dang, <laughs> <laughs> went back in years, and uh, I don't know that. That's one thing I do have to say about uh, James Giassi and his dad. They, you know, they've been nothing but good to me. James has been very supportive. Like, I mean, even on Thursday night, I went over there, and he smashed my springs for me, and told me, "Hey, if there's nothing wrong with your springs or shocks or." get your ass in there and drive that car. <laughs> I guess, I guess that's what I needed was a little, uh, was a little kick in the shorts to, you know, get it going. Yeah. <laughs> now I know you haven't been in the late model that long, but what, uh, I guess, what would you say is the biggest difference from mod to a late model? And in this short time, um, which one do you like better? Um, I am going to tell you the late, late model just cause I finally, finally got a, you know, a, a feature win with it. But, uh, you know, the, the modified was always fun cause it seems like there's modifieds everywhere. You, I mean, you can race three nights a week, four nights a week if you want, if you want to put in the time and, you know, in the late model, it's like it's hit or miss or you got to drive halfway across the state of Wisconsin or Minnesota or Iowa or whatever to get into, you know, to get in two or three nights a week and, that's why it's nice with Menominee opening back up this year, you know, cause now I get a little more seat time and, you know, I want to start doing some of the event or the structural building late model tour stuff. And it's, uh, I don't know, it's a goal of mine to get in there and start doing that. But I mean, cut my teeth at Cedar Lake and, uh, Red Cedar. It's kind of, I feel like I'm running with some damn good late models. So it's, uh, it's, I'm learning a lot from them. Yeah, it's it's uh, nice to jump into a field where you got a lot of seasoned veterans and, and stuff like that, and you can definitely lean on a bunch of these guys and and really learn. But uh, talking to you earlier, you brought up something that I I want to talk to a lot more people about, and it's superstition. And you said you you guys are extremely superstitious about different things. 
extremely, extremely so, superstitious. So, not, I mean, not to veer off too far, but what is the most oddball superstition that you guys are following that's working right now, and, and how often do these superstitions change? Um, so, growing up playing baseball, you know, and just, I mean, the whole history of baseball, everything was superstitious. You know, like you put your sock, your left sock on first the one day, and you, you hit a home run, and you have a, you go three for four in a game, and it's like, all right, I'm going to put my left sock on the rest of the year, you know, first. And, you know, there's stuff like that that I, you know, it's not real interesting, but I mean, it's, you know, stuff that I do. I make sure that I always, you know, when I get up in the morning, the first thing I always do is, you know, brush my teeth and I have a cup of coffee. And it's like, well, why the hell did I brush my teeth anyhow? You know, but <laughs> it's one of those things on race day that it's, a, you know, even if it's a Friday where I get up and I work, and, you know, and it seems like if I have a bad day at work, I have a really good night racing because it's, I think all my stress and anxiety goes out then. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, one of our superstitions that we've always had is um, before I put my racing gloves on, I always, I always have her kiss my wedding ring, and then I put my gloves on. So it's kind of a good luck thing to me, and uh, yeah, it's, uh, that's one that hasn't changed, and hopefully it doesn't. You know, so right. she ain't mad at me one night. It's like you know, what, screw yourself, go put your gloves on <laughs> and get out there and race. You know, so. That's pretty damn but, uh, cool, though. Yeah. Yep. Man. She's sitting here looking at me out the window like, hey, settle down. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like yeah, you got a pretty so. damn good wife there. Yeah, she was washing the car earlier because she knew I was you know, going to try to get on here and talk to you fellas. And uh, so now she's uh, probably getting something ready for the kids or, you know, she's uh she stays busy, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, so the you did the MB switch from the SSR. Yeah. Um, shocks, tires. I mean, I w- you know that's I one thing I I will I will say with the shocks. I mean, you know it, it, it didn't matter. Like back here, you know, in the modified, I had a uh, I've tried every different type of shock. I mean, I ran the attack by Weigel there for a little while. And he was always really supportive. Like I'd call him up and say, Hey, you know, this is going on with this and okay, bring it back down. We'll get it revalved. And, you know, with running Eagle Valley, I'd have a, you know, cause I had two sets of them. So I'd always have, you know, if something needs fixed, I'd always have a backup and then you'd get it fixed before the next week. And, you know, so that was always a good deal there. And then Jake was always really good with them. And, and then, uh, so far with the CMDs, I've, you know, anything I needed, I've, I've been able to get, you know, it was like we took a week off and went to Florida for a family vacation and they took my shocks after the first three nights of a rough track and, you know, smashed them and checked them over. And there was a little bit of a bent valve in one. And then, uh, you know, so the, the shocks, you know, it, it just seems like once you, once you find the right, the right combination, it seems like it, it, if, if it feels right and, you know, everything, everything's there, it, it's pretty awesome, you know, so. For sure. Uh, one thing I did want to ask you is how has the tire situation been? I know for everybody, it's kind of been a struggle to find uh, tires right now. But have you had? I mean, have you been all right, or is it kind of running short right now? I'll tell you what. I wanted to get some new tires for obviously this Friday to see if I can come back and have another good night or Thursday night since we ra- we run for the fair race at Menominee on Thursday. Yep. And then obviously I wanted some new new rubber for uh, the Cedar Lake Five Grand, the the win late models, and uh, it's it's been a struggle. I'm uh, I've I've been getting them from 
Doug Carlson there at Florida Racing Supply. He's been uh, helping me because his boy's racing, and so he's been buying a couple extras. And uh, he actually gave me, for the 50-lapper at the Masters there, he actually gave me the tires right off his boy's car because he didn't make the show. And he's like, here you go. <laughs> I, I bought them from him, and I, you know, so it's wow, it's it's been pretty good. I, like he demounted them right off the rim. He's like, well, I had two new ones for the next time he's out, but uh, here you go, good luck with them. And you know, the car seemed like it kept getting faster the entire race. I just, uh, I don't know, it's one of those things where I, I'm so afraid to spin out in front of the field if I if I do start out front, or so I kind of I kind of pussyfooted into the corner sometime, and you can't drive a late model like that. You you got to be on you got to be on it. And, you know, it's every, I mean, every lap you gotta, there's no mess. If you mess up, you're a half lap behind in the, in a hurry. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I noticed that in the, uh, just watching the world of outlaws at, um, Menominee last night, they, you know, you see Jimmy go into one and he gets over the cushion just a little bit and loses, you know, a few spots and he, he ended Quite up getting back, some yeah. back, but you know, it's just, it's yeah. crazy. One little mistake and you can go right backwards. Yeah, you basically oh, got to drive yeah. them late models about half, uh, dang near to the apex before you lift, don't they? Oh, absolutely. Like on Friday night, uh, I had her had her wide open until almost three quarters of the way through the corner, and then you know just finally set her set her down and straighten her back out again and drive her drive her as far as I could in the corner. And I just kept telling myself, "You're sitting <laughs> duck out here. You're gonna get past." You, you know, so I just kept driving her harder and harder and harder, and it paid off. So. So I gotta, I gotta try to remember that. <laughs> so, mod or late model? Have you ever? I mean, any of the classes, honestly. Have you ever been out front and just felt like, oh, I got this in the bag. I'm just gonna kind of pussyfoot around here. You know, there was a feature. It was in 16. Um, I started out outside the front row and I led 20. Like it was a 20 lap feature, so I led 19 and a half laps. And Brandon Jensen passed me on the last lap, coming to the checkered flag. And you know, it was kind of funny because I looked up at the board and I'm like, oh, he's a second and a half behind me right now. I, you know, just make sure you don't spin out. And somehow he caught me and he passed me going to the checkers. He was like a half a car ahead of me. And I was like, oh, that's uh, that 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 sucks. It's <laughs> <laughs> like can we get one more lap and let me try to pass him back here or twenty that's all we get, huh? <laughs> I think the So yeah, there's been a there's been a couple of just heartbreakers like that where you know, you you're leading, 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 or you get finally up to second, it's like, Oh, come on, five more laps. What's the white flag coming out for? Yeah, come on, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the infield tractor tire, I think, just put a post out this week about that uh Oh, yeah. Getting passed on the last lap deal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, probably, they could have had me as their poster child. <laughs> so, uh, I heard, oh, yeah. <laughs> Impersonable. <laughs> that Chinese guy with his face all crazy. Gunner's got oh, it on the yeah. handle over here. That's impersonable. <laughs> so, oh, when, Lord, yeah. when we called you before beforehand here, uh, I did uh, notice that. You were telling us about your RV, and basically what I came down to <laughs> is you drove up to Minnesota, you stole an RV from an old couple that are very, very <laughs> ill, about to go to the nursing home, and now that's basically <laughs> your weekend house. Tell us about yeah, the motor it's, home. It's, that's, uh, that's, a, that's, a long, that's the long of the short story, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we, had a, we had bought, you know, we had bought a, little diesel toter home uh, a couple of years ago and 
fix it up. And when we bought it, it was just a bare plywood frame and uh, it had a, a futon in there. And that's where Neil Baldock slept when he'd go to these overnight races. And uh, he sold it to us and we fixed it up nice and put a bunch of bunk beds in there, you know, a queen-sized bed and a bunk of bed, but, and, uh, you know, fixed it up pretty nice. So we ended up selling that for a little bit of profit. And uh, we ended up finding a 2018 RV for a, basically a steal, yeah. <laughs> yep, you stole it. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't feel bad about it at all. Uh, well, when we, when we, like I said, when we first bought it, it was kind of like, do we need something like this? You know. And then after, you know, we've we've gone camping a couple weekends in it, and obviously stayed at some races, and it's uh, it's really nice to let the family spread out, and then we usually bring the dogs with, and. You know, it's, it's, it's nice. You know, we stayed with the Grosses a couple of weekends up at their, uh, you know, at the track and, you know, Jeremy Gross and then, uh, Almers and stuff. We like to stay up at the track and drink some beers after the races. And we, we go up there and pull up to the top and sleep up there. And, you know, then we don't get caught driving down the road when we shouldn't. So, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So, so you've had a, a opportunity now to race at a few different tracks and stuff like that. I'm sure you've got your favorite one, you know, that you're running at. But where's a track that you really, really want to go to? You know, I really want to go to Deer Creek Speedway. It's a, uh, it's it's always been a dream of mine, and I never got down there in the modified. It's you know something I always come up and I don't know why a points race, and I wasn't going to do it this year. And now I'm sitting second in points at two different tracks, and it's like I, I now I got to finish it out, you know. So it's, uh, but yeah, Deer Creek Speedway is probably one of them. There's a couple tracks that I honestly could ever care to ever go back to, and, and definitely not in the late model. So, <laughs> but uh, you know, there, I'd like to try like I-94. I'd like to get out there and try that. I heard that Sure Step's been a, just a beautiful track, and. Uh, I think Pat Dorf fell in love with it is what he posted a couple of weeks ago there after he won out there. And, <laughs> you know, there's a, uh, I don't know, there's just some tracks that I, I can't wait to get the Ogilvy in the, in the late model. That's, they got a show coming up. The, uh, we're going to try to make that one. We're going to go back to the twin 25s and hopefully draw well and start where we start where we're supposed to and see if we can make that show. And, uh, wouldn't mind getting up to ABC for the my home, but uh, we'll see how the work schedule goes that day. We did take the we did take Friday off to make sure we got up to uh, um, to the Twin Twenty Fives. So I guess we basically need to see how early we can get off on Thursday to see if we can make it up there or not. But yeah, Deer Creek is probably one of the you know I wish they'd have a Wasota late model show down there because you know I, after running last night I kind of learned that. Uh, most of the time you either be really on your game for those uh world of outlaw or lucas oil or anything like that or you know just you know but i think the i'm going to stick with the wasota stuff until i get some more seat time and figure out a little bit more about track condition changes and you know i mean menominee's been dry and smooth pretty much all year and then you know yesterday for the big motors they tack it up and it uh it was a beautiful track but i just wasn't uh i wasn't ready for it i guess so Kind of, kind of kick myself in the shorts for that one, but uh, <laughs> should have adjusted the car a little bit and had a little bit better uh, qualifying laps, and I would have probably ended up all right. But I didn't adjust right, <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for so. sure. Um, oh, we just got a couple more questions here before we get into our two-minute uh, questions. But one thing yeah. I wanted to ask you was, you know, we've all got somebody that we look up to in racing. Um, 
you know, whether it be Kyle Larson or whoever, but who's the one person that you've kind of looked up to throughout your career? So, you know, a guy that I kind of always looked up to was, I mean, John Canta. He's been doing it for years, and, uh, you know, I got in an altercation with him at the beginning of the year while we were running for that Cook Memorial, and I was running third place, and I, you know, got up, and I got a little too high, and I didn't leave him room on the top, and I walked down to apologize to him, and he was real nice about it, and he says, yeah, I understand, you know, we're all racing out there, so, you know, he's been a, he's been a hell of a guy, you know, he's, he's always been nice to talk to, and I ask him questions, and, you know, and then, yeah, he's probably the guy that I've always thought, like, God, if I can, you know, run with him, then I'll really have something, and even Pat Doerr, too, I mean, it's, like, any night, like I mentioned earlier, if you, if he, you know, if he's having a good night and you end up in front of him, you know, if you're in the top five and you end up beating him, it's like, well, it's kind of a win. Or, you know, there's just a couple guys and it's like any night you kind of, ju- I kind of judge myself on, you know, how they did and how I did. And it's like, well, okay, yeah, it wasn't bad. You finished in front of them or, wow, you got your ass kicked tonight, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so. so coming, yeah, that's coming from fishing. Street stocks, yep. Midwest, A mod, now to late model. What did you learn getting off of that boat and doing racing? Um, it kind of goes back, and my, my dad says, if you're going to do it, do it to the best of your ability. Don't half ass anything ever. Mm-hmm. You know, so it was, it was kind of one of those things where, well, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to sell my boat and I'm going to, you know, get it you know buy the buy a nice trailer and buy nice things to make sure that the getting there actually gets there instead Stealing of trying to motor homes from yeah. people <laughs> yeah taking a 1976 dodge four-wheel drive that might break down and you might not get there it's like oh i'm gonna have a i'm gonna have a tow vehicle that i i hope can make it you know yeah. and uh so just uh you know a lot of that is just my dad, he just basically, you know, my wife's obviously very driven with, uh, you know, have fun, have fun, have fun. But I'm also driven with that. You know, I want good finishes. I want, I want our sponsors to know, you know, that, you know, we're trying to represent them as best we can and, you know, let people know that, Hey, Linda's construction is a great company. Green touch leaf, you know, green touch lawn care, leaf guard. I mean, all the, all the big ones, GRP motorsports has been a really, I mean, he's, he's fun to talk to. He comes down and chats with us and, you know, he helps a ton of people out and it's, it's, oh, yeah. I have a lot of pride having him on my cars. You know, and he's the one that came up to me in, in honor of his, uh, his friend, Lucky Lenny. Um, I put windows in this house and I saw a Cedar Lake Speedway hat on his, on his hook. And I said, Hey, you go out to Cedar Lake. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Trent Fulmer. He's my favorite driver. And, you know, Fulmer hadn't raced for a couple of years. And I said, well, let me be your favorite driver. He's like, Oh, who are you? I'm like, Oh, I'm, I drive that 65 modified. He's like, Oh, you're fun to watch for a low budget guy. He says. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, well, thanks, you know. And then after that, he, yeah, he, uh, he'd always give me, you know, a couple hundred bucks a year, and I'd circle the the LL and the Miller on the top of the car for Lucky Lenny, and then he passed away from cancer a couple of years ago here, and so now they do the Lucky Lenny uh, thing up at the the Twin Twenty Fives, the Last Chance, and you know stuff like that. So I mean, it was it was kind of neat how you know just meeting friends and you know just work through work and everything is it's kind of neat how you know then and now we know their family like uh dave madsen's uh sister-in-law is married to lucky or to lenny's son so i mean it it all kind of 
it all kind of intertwines and you like yeah. meet this person and meet that person and then the next thing you know everybody knows everybody in racing so right. it's, it's, <laughs> like i said it's a big it's a big family it really is so. you're 100 percent true on that doesn't matter where you go somebody knows <laughs> all right jake are you ready for some two-minute <laughs> questions i mean I think I am. Got a couple lattes in you to get you fired up on some of these bad boys. I think I'm going to take a sip of this bush apple I've been nectaring here. Do it good. Do it good. We'll wait. We'll wait. Sorry. (laughs) I got a a good swig of it there. (laughs) Would you shotgun a beer while we're on the phone? or? Um. Probably would, but I don't have to go to the garage and grab one. Damn it! (laughs) All right, we won't make you do it. I don't want to get your phone wet or nothing. So, yeah. Um, All right. I put in headphones so I could talk to you guys here, so it wasn't uh, holding on to my phone the entire time. That's a good choice. (laughs) That's a really good choice. Um, I'm gonna start it off right away. Um, I guess if animals could talk, which one would be the rudest? Um, I think a crow would. Yeah. Oh, good answer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> always calling yeah. at you. <laughs> They're always calling at you. I wonder what they'd be saying, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they just oh, said yeah. car. Yeah. Car. Yeah. Car. 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 <laughs> car. <laughs> uh, they right. were, were just the ones by the road. We had a teacher growing up. That was one of his favorite jokes. He'd always be like, Hey Miller, I'm like what's that? He's like, why does a crow never get hit on? I'm like I don't know. He's like, car, car, car. True. So I got to go to my favorite question. We all know what it is, but how many chickens would it take to kill an elephant? Probably one. Maybe the elephant's allergic to eggs. Oh, he's got an egg allergy. Oh. <laughs> egg allergy. Yeah, the elephant's got an egg allergy. That's yeah. a new take. Yeah, that is. So what? Like, I haven't heard that one before. Yeah, paint me the picture on this though. Like we so, ta- I mean, we're talking yeah. a hen just rolling out and dropping one and peeling out or what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, the elephant just kind of walked over there and thought, you know, hey, look at that little white thing. I'm going to pick it up and maybe it's a maybe it's a big, very big peanut. You know, right? Yeah, and oh. and. Uh, throws her back in the app and next thing you know it's laying there so maybe just one chicken i'm gonna go with Jeez, wow that is wow. a terrible allergy we should have terrible, yeah. terrible. <laughs> we should have rephrased terrible. that how many, oh, wow. how That's many chickens now you, how many, now you got a take on your question <laughs> yeah how many chickens would it take to oh. kill an elephant with an egg allergy? <laughs> How many eggs? That's you'd, have, oh. you'd, have to say, you'd have to say without an egg allergy. Here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. It can't get the easy out on that one. <laughs> yeah. All right, Jake. Uh, what sport would be the funniest to add a mandatory amount of alcohol to? Um, ooh, you know I've I've played a lot of softball and a lot of baseball and <laughs> that would be a I think either either I think I think actually baseball because I mean you get that pitcher lit that's gonna be that's gonna be that's gonna be bad dude yeah. <laughs> throwing ninety mile an hour at your head oh, wow. hey Jake watch this duck <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I was gonna I was gonna say for softball where I come from 
it's not winning the tournament that's important. It's, it's winning the beer trophy. trophy. Yeah, and you find more pride in that. So, I mean, it's almost like yeah. who can get out of the tournament first just to win the beer trophy. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. Back when I was playing with West Wind, uh, you know, you'd go to the Wanderers days and you'd play up there, or even uh, <laughs> up to Cushing. And, yeah, I mean, you'd, it's amazing how many how many beers, you know, 10 full-grown adult men can drink. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a rough weekend there. <laughs> yeah. Surprise, surprisingly enough, Wanders is where I'm from. That's kind of where I base that question from. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you know firsthand. Yeah, I know firsthand. Yeah, you yeah, you you drink a little too much and then you stumble over to the bar and you're like, what am I doing here? <laughs> yeah, I haven't heard too many softball dudes say, God, I can't wait for that double header. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no. It's usually I can't wait till that's over. <laughs> um, so we yeah. got a zombie apocalypse going on. What weapon are you picking up? Oh, it was the funniest thing on last Tuesday night. My son was sitting out there and he grabs this file out of the drawer. He's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna bring this to a zombie apocalypse." I'm like, "A file?" He's like, "Yeah, you can stab them with it." I'm like, "Dude, there's so many other weapons in here." I mean, like, look at that hammer right there, the hatchet, or you know, it's like. Why would you pick a file? So I told him I'd, 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 I'd probably just do an axe. Yep. An axe. Yeah. That'd work. Yeah, I that'd... mean, something you can, something you can reload fast with. I mean, you know, a crossbow, yeah, it looks great on the movies, but this, I mean, <laughs> nobody's reloading that thing fast unless you're just an absolute giant of a yeah, person yeah. that can pull that thing back, you know? Hold on there. Let me get my foot in it. Yeah. Let me get my foot and the string out, and, you know, or I mean, uh, <laughs> A, a bow, yeah, that's fun. I mean, I love bow hunting, but it's, uh, you know, you're going to run out of arrows. You can only, you know, you can only kill something with it so many times, and then you're <laughs> yeah. broadhead, you know. And you, I'm sure you're not, you're not going to kill a zombie with a field tip, but uh, you know, who knows? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm going, gosh. I'm going something axe or a baseball bat with barbed wire, you know. Nice. Something. Oh, that's badass. <laughs> you got to put that on a t-shirt. Yep. What do you think? I think you could do that. Like full on I'm Jake the stud. Jake Miller the zombie killer. Oh (laughs) with the barbed wire bat. Dude. The barbed wire bat, Jake Miller the zombie killer. Here's the deal. I'm gonna design I'm gonna design you you some t shirts for next year. (laughs) We'll put it right on the we'll We'll put the zombie killing Jake Miller on the front of the car next year. We'll, yeah, we'll, leave, my, we'll leave my we'll leave my dad's beautiful smile off. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh! Oh. Uh, next question: Who is who's your favorite superhero? <laughs> you know, I'd honestly say the. Have you guys watched The Boys at all on Netflix? Nope. No, oh, I have not. You guys got to watch it, and then. Uh, then you'll get back to me on that, but I, I honestly go with uh, probably the Hulk. Oh, just just smash, just just a, you know, just smash, you know, just, <laughs> just destroy stuff just because you can. Right. Yeah. It's funny because you yeah. watch some of the ones where they're like zooming back in time, and then like even the Hulk's watching the Hulk, and he's like, "Oh, smash!" and he grabs a bike, and he's like, "I don't get it." When you guys watch The Boys, you can tell me who you guys' favorite superhero is because you, you guys will absolutely find that movie or that series. Just you'll, you will, you guys will all enjoy it. I promise. <laughs> all so, right. We got we got homework. 
Yeah. You got homework. Okay. I still think my yeah. favorite scene with the Hulk is when he grabs Loki and just like, boom, <laughs> yeah. boom, yeah. boom. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's just, so, it's just absolutely awesome. Hey, we're wow. friends. It's, or even when Thor and they're fighting in the arena, they're like, yeah. hey, we're friends. It's my friend. I'll see you guys. <laughs> <laughs> just whipping them around. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> yeah. So I got a kind of a two-part question. Okay. So we'll go back with me. You're in high school or just out of high school. You show up to a party. What song are you going to play? And then what song are you going to play today when you show up to a party? All right. So I graduated back in 97. So I would have probably played something by Garth Brooks just to – you know, like the river or something like that. You know, just to, it always Can't kind of mellow, mellow people out. You know, and because it seems like most of the time you get to a high school party and everybody wants to fight everybody, and it's like <laughs> I've done enough fighting. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't need another black eye, or you don't need a broken leg, or you know, whatever. And <laughs> it's, uh, Notice how he gets the black eye and the other guy gets a broken leg. Yeah, yeah well, that's kind of the way. It's kind of the way I roll it. It was never an eye for an eye back then. It was like you hit me, now I'm gonna kick your. You know, <laughs> that was uh, I, I had a very short temper for many, many years, and thank God my wife met me and cooled me down, calmed me down. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she's she's my she's my zen. Calm him down, knock it off. You look like a fool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now I'd probably you know play something by, you know, uh, I'd have to say probably Hardy. He's got some really good music right now. He's, yeah. uh, Yep. Uh, usually, yeah. he's usually on in the shop. He just play songs by Hardy. My wife got me an Alexa for out there. She we cleaned up the garage the other week, and she made me throw my old nineteen seventy five boombox away. Wow. <laughs> oh, jeez! <laughs> it was like I mean, the speakers would crackle. It sounded like you were listening to something on vinyl. You know, it was, <laughs> it was something else. And then the, she she got this sound bar. It's a Yamaha sound bar. She's She's been on her job for 20 years, and that was what she chose out of the gifts that they give you, you know, your choice of prizes or whatever for making it there that long. And so that's the thought in the shop now, and it's pretty nice. Alexa, play this. <laughs> so, hey, do you think... Now everybody stop going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, do you, do you think Please. that uh, cavemen had nightmares about cave women? Uh, you know, I'm gonna step lightly on that one. Um, yeah, probably, but I'm yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna walk away from that question. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a safe bet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, you guys come up with some pretty crazy questions. I do have one question for you guys though. So, what is the what is where did build built to media come from? What what's the story? What's the uh behind behind the scenes on that? So, uh. Well, I started it in 2016 when we originally started, um, and it was supposed to be kind of a play on like I didn't think I didn't think you were really born to do anything. You were just kind of born, but uh, you're basically built from your surroundings and kind of what you go through in life. Um, so it's kind of like, what are you built to do? And gotcha. just kind of played off that and kind of stopped doing things for a while and then we brought it back and kind of turned it into a a media deal here and now we got the podcast and do some videos and taking pictures and um basically when we started it back up um i guess kind of just to give you a quick story but 
I had like a decent sponsor going in my racing career and then it, it kind of fell apart and I just basically wanted to help give back to people and give back to the racing community, um, try and help people grow their name and try and get them sponsors to kind of help promote themselves. So yeah, that, uh, awesome. yeah, that's where, and now we're here. So mm-hmm. I, I like that. What, what you were built to do. That's, that's, yep. uh, that's actually kind of deep, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for, a couple, for a couple guys sitting around having some fun and drinking a beer too, and you know that's awesome. Yep, yep. It's a it's tough neat. question sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What uh, you know, throwing it back on you. What are you built to do? Um, you know, I, I honestly, I would like to tell you that I think I'm built to race late models, and you know, just on the weekends and have fun there, but uh. So I really like my job at Lindus. I've been there for 13 years now, and uh, it's it's fun. I mean, I, I it's it's never the same. You know, it's never the same because I mean, yeah, one day we'll take out an Anderson window, one day we'll take out a Pella window, one day we'll take out you know just some of the cheapest, the cheapest whatever, and you know we're putting in some pretty nice Marvin windows and uh, you know some season guards, and it's uh it's fun you know, getting to go to all these different places in the cities in Western Wisconsin. And uh, yeah, I've, I've kind of always been built to be a carpenter and uh, just race on the weekends, I guess. <laughs> right on. Oh, that's, yeah, that's so cool that you found a, you know, a career that you enjoy. Cause you know, going through life, I feel like a lot of people uh, don't necessarily have the job that they want or know what they want to do for a long time. So definitely cool that you found something that you like and then yeah. you know you can enjoy racing yeah. on the weekends yeah versus being yeah, the uh the, the owners i mean the, the owners have switched hands since i've been there you know it was the the mom and dad lindis kevin and emily had uh, started the company back in 78 and uh they've handed it down to their boys now so it's lindis construction you know we're it's crushed any construction doing doing business as lindis construction just because the boys run it now and you know didn't want their mom and dad's you know liability and name on there anymore so they they switched it up and you know it's been great i mean even through the transition the, the you know the, the boys are taking care of me and making sure that uh, i get the required time off that i asked for and uh you know they they help out with the little sponsorship money and uh yeah they're, they're just great people i mean they do a lot for the baldwin community with the hockey and uh you know i don't and obviously amory i mean they help out i mean a lot of, there's a lot of people in the community there's we've got a, there's over 100 employees just in that Baldwin area that, uh, you know, so they, they feed a lot of families. It's, it's a good, it's a good company to work for. So. Oh, Oh, we lost Todd. Oh, I hear you. Who did we lose? Todd. Todd's uh, phone die. Todd's, Todd's oh. up. Todd, Todd. Oh, Todd, Todd, Todd. <laughs> you, you caught me away from my phone. All of a sudden I'm running back to my phone quick. Oh, Todd, <laughs> you gotta be on it. Oh, I'm so sorry. Todd, uh, commit it. Committed. Yeah, I do 100% <laughs> commitment. Sometimes I'm not always there. No, uh, you got a, you got an option for a roommate. Are you picking a goat? Or are you picking a carrot or a parrot? I'm sorry, a goat or a parrot or um, a carrot, whatever it can be. Or, or a carrot, I guess, if you wanted one. <laughs> probably not a carrot. Um, a goat or a parrot? You know, I'd probably pick a. I'd probably pick a parrot. I think. You know, just the maybe teach him to talk and. Maybe he hangs out with you in the motor home or something when you're having a bad day. I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
goats, I mean, it just seems like they'd, they'd probably eat something they shouldn't. Or, yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> probably, probably wouldn't have much of a motorhome left. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Thing, you know, they'd be, <laughs> you'd have your couch gone. And like, oh, I was going to sit there, but I guess I'll go sit over here. <laughs> All right. My final question. Then they both get one, too, I guess. We'll let them. All right. Um, <laughs> oh, it's just, it's a tough choice. There's so many. There's so many. I just, what fictional character, who would you be? What fictional character? You know, I'd honestly probably be, I don't know, fictional characters. So, so. It'd be like maybe the Hulk, you know. Hmm, that'd be yeah. a, a, that'd be that'd be fun. You know, like I said, in the superhero and the thing. I mean, he's fictional. I mean, obviously, you know. But uh, that would be crazy to just be just an absolute giant of a person, and <laughs> like somebody somebody makes you mad or somebody gets in your way, just like them out of the way, you know. They always <laughs> say bye bye. <laughs> yeah. See ya. So, so you're saying he's not real. No, no, he's not. Oh, as, as cool as, as cool as he is, he's not real. Like yeah. Thanks for running that for me. Yeah. Oh, you guys hear that, boys? There's another bush out there. Oh, oh! Did you splash it next to the buds or what? Bush. Yeah, hold on. Bush. <laughs> uh, what is there? I don't know. Is there a color that you would never put on your race car? Um. Saber. Yeah, there is. I, I I don't know what it is, but anytime I see purple on a race car, it just it does not do it for me. Oh, really? That's, that's that's one color. I mean, I lo- it it looks good on some people's cars. I mean, like Moyers, you know, they've always had like purple and yellow. And mm-hmm. I mean, you know, Vibrox have a little bit of purple on their car, but it's uh, I don't know, just purple has never like caught my eye. Like, oh, I I want purple on my race car. My daughter actually asked me to put purple on my race car years ago, and I'm like, <laughs> I love you, son, but no. <laughs> You're not winning that one. No, like no. purple or brown. Know, like, uh, you know, there's been some brown. You know, like where they have a little bit of camel wrap on them or whatever. You know, oh, yeah, that, yeah. You know, so a little bit of brown ain't bad. But uh, well, Colic, it was like Carl Colic had a car with the brown on it. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that was a uh, that was a. Uh, it didn't look terrible, you know. I mean, it was a good looking car. He 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 ran well with it. Uh, Patchens had brown had a brown frame a couple of years ago and I was like brown, huh? Yeah. <laughs> That's about all I thought of that one. Right, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. So one final question from me, and this was kind of two parts in a sense, but what do you want to yeah. be known for both on and off the track? Uh family guy. I really, you know, like I, I don't know, it's always been about family to me. My you know, like love it. My wife and kids usually always come to the races with us or, you know, if a daughter's got this at a friend's house, you know, she misses a couple, but usually, you know, the friends will bring her back and she'll be with us by the end of the night usually. So, um, you know, they're, they're getting older and, you know, we're going to start missing some of these races for football and, you know, because uh, my oldest boy, he, he really, he really likes football. He's going to, I hope, I mean, for a 10 year old, he's a rather, rather big kid. So he's a, Maybe got that going for him. Um, yeah, family. Just a family guy. Try to try to stay calm and 
not piss everybody off when I'm done with the racetrack. <laughs> yeah, hold, calm down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, Jake, we uh, we really appreciate you coming on. It was extremely good talking to you. Uh, congratulations on that first win. Hopefully many more throughout the rest of the year and into next year. But uh, who do yeah. you got to thank? Who's the sponsors? Um, you know, I really want to thank Windows Construction, Midwest Lease Guard. Uh, you know, thank you guys. It was awesome coming on here. Uh, GRP Motorsports, uh, uh, Larry Mondor Construction in Somerset here. He does a, he's kind of a jack of all trades. He does everything from electrician to plumbing to framing remodel. And, uh, you know, he's a pretty good cat. Um, Green Touch Lawn Care, Jason Connett there. He built us a beautiful patio back here. It's like 20 by 40. You know, he kept saying, oh, I want 20 by 20. He's like, oh, you can go a little bit bigger. It's like, all right, I want 20 by 40, and then I can have people over, and we can play cornhole right on the damn, uh, right on the damn nice flat surface here. And, uh, you know, he's been, he's been a, he's been a great sponsor, throwing some random cash at me through the years and, you know, just, uh, helping out with tire bills. And like I said, uh, you know, and then, uh, you know, James Jassy again, he's just been big help to me, uh, just a great kid he's uh you know kind of talked me off the ledge a couple times of changing something he's like oh if i do this he's like nope just leave it you know so basically the first year in that car and you know it's we're just short of a year and i've literally changed three things on the car where in the team like in the modified and that's probably what my problem was and you know i just kept changing stuff week after week after week oh i move a bar here shorten this lengthen that you know put weight here you know this stagger i'll do this and so I've just been trying to keep the car consistent, you know, and it's been running. It's been running real good. And he's, like I said, he's talked me off the ledge a couple of times. Of, hey, I want to put some rebound in the right front. And, nope, don't do it. No, that's <laughs> not how I, that's not how I, no, nope. you know, he's like, oh, okay. Well, you know, then you, and of course you try it in practice or something. It's like, no, he was right. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, because. You know, that's why I, I joke with him. I call him Sensei Giassi, you know, just uh, <laughs> he's kind of, kind of oh, for a young, yeah. for a younger guy, he's, uh, he's, he's mentoring me pretty well. And, you know, and, uh, he's, you know, he's, he's, yeah, he he's, he's running very well. And, you know, kind of for a younger guy, I guess I kind of look up to him, you know, it's just, uh, you know, and I, before that, he started on the up front in the, in a, in the Masters a couple of weeks ago for that 10 grand to win. Show and I said, uh, you know, you got this kid, you know, and he's like, oh, you know, what? he goes, I just don't feel like it, you know, with with Mars and Demo and you know, just the list of all the really good late model drivers that were there. And he's, and he's like, you know, even though I've won the races and have a lot of confidence in my stuff, he's like, I mean, we're racing against some damn good late model drivers week in and week out. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're right, yeah, <laughs> you know. So try to talk him off the ledge every once in a while. I was like, hey, Go out there and do your thing, you know, and then he ends up with a top five or whatever he ended up with. And, you know, he's, he's a, he's, he's a good kid. He's, a, he's just a good kid. For sure. Yeah. Definitely nice to have somebody to, to talk to and that, you know, knows the cars pretty much inside and out. So that's, uh, yeah, oh, that's I mean, cool. he, he builds them so you can't really ask for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's, He's welded my engine plates back in there, and that's one thing that we got to do to it. If I'm going to stay in this car, or if I'm going to get a different one or whatever, but we probably got to update uh, a little bit of the motor mouth because the damn uh, cabs keep breaking off, and you know, just the chassis twisting. I mean, it's a 2013. She's a fine wine. Seems like she gets better. So 
Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Well, there you have it. Racing's family. Yep. Family's yeah, racing. It is. Family's racing. Just a family guy all around. Try to, try to, everybody's, you know, and everybody goes in the, well, it was kind of funny. My wife sent me a thing the other day that said that, uh, come into this restaurant. We treat you like family. And she's like, I don't want to go to that. Oh yeah. That's true. That's true. Sometimes. Yeah. There's like, I don't want to be treated like family. I want to be treated like a guest and actually get served with food. Instead yeah. of, Look at yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Out of kitchens in the back. Steaks are in the freezer. You go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> go, go have at it. Yeah. We're out of toilet imagine. paper. You're going to have to bring your own, but <laughs> don't burn yourself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, Jake, we're going to move on to the news. We're going to let you go. Uh, Definitely appreciate you having or having us on. Thanks, Jake. <laughs> but, Thanks a lot, boys. I appreciate it. Yeah. Nice chatting with you guys. <laughs> Thanks, Jake. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. See you, See you, See you soon. Yep. Thanks. Jake Miller, everybody. Boom. Great dude. Great dude. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome guy. Jake Miller's a zombie killer. I think that's it. Well, that's trending. Trending on Twitter. Oh, man. Yeah, get it. Get it out there. Man, he's got some stories, no. though, huh? Uh, yes. Good dude. Yeah. I'll that's have to go shake his no. hand next time. That's what's so cool about this is just hearing stories and where people have come from, and mm-hmm. everybody's different, you know, how oh, they got into sure. it or whatever. So, yeah, it's, yeah. and you know, like me, I park three or four pit stalls away from them. I've talked to him like once or twice. Yeah. But just like he said about James, James is helping him. I yep. mean, if he needed help, I would be right there. And Yep. It's crazy. So let's get to the news. Think of your body as a car. It needs energy. Liquid Nitro is that energy. Liquid Nitro energy drinks. It's packed with superfoods and five B vitamins. That'll give you clean energy for those moments when you need that boost. You want it to last. Stop the crash. And you want it to taste good. Pour some nitro into your tank. Liquid Nitro energy drinks. Welcome to the world of real energy. No bull. LiquidNitroEnergyDrink.com. Time for the news. The Built 2 News. Otherwise known as screenshots Blake's got on his phone. Powered by Liquid Nitro Energy Drinks. Here's Gunner and Blake with the news. And Todd, 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 Todd. Todd. Yep. I'm going to fire it off right away. thought of this today while I was driving around. It's a new catchphrase. The pretty polish nail biter of the week. Ooh. I'm going with the King's Royal, boys. Kyle Larson coming from sixth. Yep. And it was a tight, 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 tight one. But he got her done. How tight how tight was it? Uh two year old hair ties tight. <laughs> whoa, whoa. That is like, tight. You ever try to put a hair band in a two year old's hair and then try to get it back? Yeah, he out? didn't he didn't really like it. No. Sheldon. What? Sheldon was moving. <laughs> Sheldon was moving. Macedo was right there the whole time, too. I had yep. money on Macedo. Oh. As I'm putting my car back together, Mike Mueller, like, Mike! 
What do you got? Oh, yeah. He was getting everybody the rundown. Big congrats, King Kyle. And King Courtney. Courtney. Wow. Sunshine. Dude, that's a lot of money. Who said that? Somebody. Oh, Mike Mueller again. <laughs> I went up. I don't remember who he talked to. He talked to someone. He's like, hey, just remember, if you win tonight, if you win that five grand, Kyle Larson took home $170,000 more. <laughs> <laughs> just remember that. Not to, make you, uh, not to make you feel bad at all or anything like that. <laughs> all right, let's get to it. I thought that was cool. That was cool. Pretty polished nail biter of the week. Yep. Right? I mean, I know there was a couple more. All right. Firing it off just from memory, though. James Giassi in the B main winning it by, like, a straightaway and a corner. Oof. Like, he went by the checkers, and the camera just stayed on the flag man. And I'm like, one. I'm going to go get me a drink. Three. <laughs> yeah. Take a pee quick. Sit back. <laughs> oh, there's second place. <laughs> <laughs> and he had good guys in his, you know. Yeah. I mean, it was still a pretty stacked B. Yeah. But then did you hear the announcer for the you know number two last chance. Mm-mm. That was the first time. I mean, he said that they've had a full last chance showdown of just Wisconsin drivers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's the first last chance showdown of just local race cars. Yep. And I don't know if it's Morton Builders World of Outlaw Late Model History or I don't know all time. Yeah, that was. Going back to that, uh, his heat race, I was, I was waiting for somebody uh, to go to the top. I'm yeah. like, go, go, somebody go. And then here comes Gustin, last lap. I'm like, wait, wait, go back down. Yeah. <laughs> Don't pass James. Well, you could, like, see it was there. Right. Somebody go try. Like, I can understand why James stayed down. Yep. He ain't got what he needs to be up there. Right. But then again, in the B main, he definitely had what he needed to be yeah. up there. <laughs> but like, at the yeah, same time. What do you do? Yeah, it's tough. Ain't got a rear view mirror. They do have a jumbotron yeah. everywhere they go now. Yeah, true. Yeah, kind of can cheat from time to time looking up at that. But I wanted uh, to bring up and just give a huge shout out just to, not only to all the drivers and pit crews and stuff last night at at Red Cedar, but how about the track crew and the fans and everything Damn. like that? I heard it was packed house. It was packed, packed. Yes. And the track was, I mean, I think that's one of the best tracks I've seen. Yeah. It's a little started, rough, but it was. Started off a little, wasn't sure about it, looked a little dry, but I know it was hot and the sun was beating down on it, so that didn't help. But for, for all the conditions, the feature turned out to be pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah they made it worth it. Yeah. Jimmy just about teared up thanking the fans. Yeah. Hey, how about yeah, kicking it? How about kicking it back to another World of Outlaws race? And superior. Yes, sir. On Tuesday. Old Nitro had a good run there in fifth. Yep, yep, yep. That was good. That That's was a awesome. good good race too. So what he he qualified fifth, third in the heat race, fifth in the feature. Yep. So pretty good it's run. Becoming one of his it's becoming one of his spots for the outlaw tour to stop. He had really good luck obviously last year too with being mm-hmm. fastest in qualifying. Yep. Just hope it doesn't That's rain crazy. like crazy up there. Yeah, right. <laughs> Yep. That track gets fast when it's hammered down, but usually she slicks off. And then John Canta oh. making the redraw. Yeah. How, how about freaking cool? How about another somewhat local guy, but 
a Wissota guy, Steve Larson, being yeah. on the pole for the feature up there. Yeah, what's up with that? <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, cool. Okay, Kenny Wallace, breaking news. Oldest driver to ever win Summer Nationals, 57 years old. Great job, Kenny. That's what Kenny does. Um, seen this pretty cool one pass through in the Wisconsin dirt track auto racing history. They did all of the, well, it was last week. So Wisconsin dirt track feature summary winners, basically. Um, number two, Ashley Anderson with eight wins. Actually, the top five is tied with five, eight wins as, as of last week. But then we move down to seventh, and we got Cam Bam Schaefer. Cam Bam. With seven Ooh. wins at the time. Now he has ten. Ooh. So I don't know where he sits in this ranking deal. Uh, the other one that I wanted to give a shout-out to Hey, was... did, uh, did Cam thank me in his uh, post-race interview? Yes. Wow. Did he? Well, not you. <laughs> Yeah, I had to I had to go to uh Oh yeah, that's right. Frost plugs. Yeah, he lost a frost plug and you know, basically saved the day. How's that even happen? I don't know. I know. I called he comes running over as I'm putting my stuff on. Hey, is Gunner still here? I'm like, Yeah. I I just lost frost plug. Can you pick one up? I'm like, Well, I'll call him quick as my <laughs> helmet's on my head. Gunner, are you still here? I'm just leaving. Okay, run do New Richmond and get frost plugs. For what? Here's Cam. <laughs> <laughs> I got a hot lap. Uh, that was funny. Yeah. Uh, Bill Baylog down in 29th with five. Buzzy Adams. Yeah. He's up there with five already this year. Oof. What's up? Simon Wallstrom, four. Yeah. Good stuff. I was trying to find out where Cam sits with the sprint car wins because you know how they always do that summary? Mm-hmm. He's got to be right up there with 10. You would think so. Yeah. Jack Hottenshield. How about that? Farewell to the greatest fans in the world. Starting on the front row for a Kings Royal in his last season. That had to be pretty freaking cool. Pretty impressive, really. Awesome. Still kicking it. Austin Ellis wins on Friday. Yep. Red Cedar. What were you saying, Todd? Well, I was going to say it just to, obviously to Jack, that's awesome, but none of this would really be possible without Rico and just the, the strings he's pulling behind the scenes for his farewell tour. That's just so cool. Correct. Yes, it is. Yeah. It's cool for Rico to come on board with him. I mean, I can't imagine it's very easy to fund a team for one more year to follow that series around. Right. <laughs> you know, yep. Uh, shout out to Austin Ellis on his win. I, don't, I think that was his first one of the year, wasn't it? Uh, he won at Rice Lake. Oh, yeah, Rice Lake, too. Wasn't that a new car? I don't know. I we should he, probably get him on here. Didn't he tell us it was just, I thought he told it. Anyways. Then, of course, the big Miller, the zombie killer, gets the win as well. Yep. Tony Schill, Eagle Valley Speedway, up four for the win. And then this... Yeah, how about this Tyler Reddenberg? Remember him from the go-kart days? Yep. Did you see his flip with Brody? Bad, bad wreck. Wicked bad. Alex Williamson. Ooh, picking up his f- biggest check of his career. 
that dude was on fire at the beginning of the year, and it's obvious that he may not have been winning all the time after his little stretch he had going, but to win a USMTS race? Yeah. I don't care where the hell you win it. It takes some freaking... Out of boy, Alex. Yeah. Nice work. Yes, sir. And then AJ getting the old mod win last night. Ripping the top. But Hensel up three for fourth. Not bad. They had a hell of a race going. Yeah. Tell Scott, Hensel, all them. Lear. Yep. Ashley, he stayed in eighth. Mike Anderson, sixth. Corey Maynard, seventh. They all did really good. The highlight from last night, Joe Provo wins and doesn't go to tech. <laughs> oh, that's what happened. That's what happened. But that's a bummer. Yeah, pretty cool for uh that uh, hold on. Brett get, Schaefer. Yes. There we go. Yeah, he was a Thunder Hiller. Mm-hmm. He was two fifties, I think, wasn't it? Yep. Straight to a limited. Yep. I love that. I told Megan that last night too when we were watching the World of Outlaws. That twenty two all black car out there. Yeah. Sexy. Yep. Yep. Brent or Brett wins. Jordan Langer, Gavin, third place. Ashley Wallstrom, top five. She got fourth. Boom. Night. Yeah. Yeah, it was good racing last night. Heck I was actually yeah. pretty impressed with Herb Jr. too in that heat race. Yeah. Halfway through, freaking boom. There was one more on here too. Tarvis. Owen Tarvis picking up Ooh. the win. At the Eagle's Nest. Yep. And Kennedy Swan Boom. shared that the earlier, but man, did you hear like the whole softball deal? Oh yeah. That whole story. That man. was crazy. Played two games of softball, winning both had to leave her and her dad. He's a head coach. Run up to the races, win that son of a bitch. And then the team. Picks up the dub anyways. Boom. Woo. That's support. Awesome. Yeah. And Parker Anderson wins again. What's new, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. shit. Dave Baxter won at the Creek. Oh, old Davey, dirty Dave getting the dub. Nice. Man. How about it? Uh, well, that's all I got for news. You got to pee or something? Just starting to twitch. <laughs> Yeah. Is your tattoo getting sore? He's got no. He's got that luck to him. Yeah, he's got that he's got that I got a pee look. <laughs> no, I ain't got a pee. No. Just quickly, I mean to go back to Parker Anderson quick. If uh if you guys have a chance, go on Facebook and look up that street stock tour. I'm telling you what, I that's probably some of the best racing I have ever seen. They have everything televised and stuff like that and it's on Facebook. If you wanna, you know, watch some good racing, I would highly suggest tuning into some of that because it is unreal yeah it's been uh i've seen some pretty good features in that class this year (laughs) pretty good and parker's won about half of them yeah 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 man gunner can you do me a kindness what do you got that's all we got that's all we got (laughs) episode 38 that's all we got we're out don't slam the hit the button Thanks, everybody. Appreciate it.
Check out Pretty Polish Chunky. Get them nails. We'll see you at a track soon. Thank you, everybody. We're out. Bye, Todd. See ya. Well, they powered through another one. I don't know how these guys do it. Big thanks to all the sponsors of the Bill 2 Media Podcast. QualityFreightRate.com Kick-Ass Beef Jerky Liquid Nitro Energy Drinks Thunder Hill Speedway SKD Jiggy Signs K1 Race Gear Ryan Bowers and Tarvis Racing Be on the lookout to find out who is next week's special guest. Other than that, we're out of here. you guys. We're good. The Bill 2 Media Podcast. Podcast.